Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to another episode of The Grateful Show. As always, today you have Bogdan and... Pascu, how is it going? What are you grateful for today, Mr. Pascu? You know, I'm actually grateful for the fact that I woke up quite early and I realized that my body was not rested. Uh. And due to the way I work, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna sleep another two hours, which might be sounding like I've been lazy, but I feel quite recovered. Thanks to those two hours. So, yeah. yeah, I'm grateful for that. Sometimes you just got to recover, I guess, in order to be more productive yeah. throughout the day and throughout the week. Because yeah. if you just accumulate a lot of tiredness into your body, into your mind, into your muscles, you're not going to be able to perform at your maximum capacity. So, sometimes when your body feels like you need to rest, just do it. Yeah, I feel like it's a it's a good uh, place to like recommend people, not necessarily a specific brand, but like get an either Apple Watch or a Whoop or a, a Aura Ring or something that records your recovery and your sleep and helps you to actually understand how your body is recovering and what you have to do in order to like be recovered. Because mm-hmm. like I used to be the type of person that would try to like hack sleep and only mm-hmm. sleep like four or five hours. And eventually it's going to get to you mm-hmm. and it's not sustainable. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a really good and thing And if you're really buy. struggling, if you don't have the money or let's say you can't have an option. I've been reading lately the book Four Week Body. And in that book, obviously, it's about fitness. But I got the idea from there that when you want to improve something in your, your life, you got to start to monitorize anything so you gotta start with monetizing anything so for example in fitness just track your calories and don't do it just because like you want to lose weight exactly just to understand the principles of what it takes to actually lose weight or with uh, the recovery because we are talking about this just just grab a piece of paper and just do like a table with uh, 30 days and just track there how many hours did you sleep how well did you sleep uh, did you drink before that and just start to add things up and in time you're just gonna know your body better and understand why you don't recover yeah I've been struggling with recovery myself like my whoop was saying that I was recovering 40% 50% I was like how like I'm sleeping eight hours a night and it's usually not the case that you're not sleeping enough it's how you're preparing yourself for the sleep mm-hmm. Are you going out enough? Are you hydrating yourself and all of those things? But yeah, uh, with that said, uh, in today's episode, we are actually going to be discussing uh, some key components to becoming rich, not necessarily just financially, but rich in uh, in all aspects of life. And those principles are taken from um, the Master Key to Riches by Napoleon Hill. And they've been actually created and shared by Andrew Carnegie, who at a time was... One of the, was, let's say, the biggest influencers yeah. from those days because he wrote How to Win Friends and Influence People, How to Become a Master of Public Speaking, and so many books. So, Anyways, yeah. the book is by Napoleon Hill, if you fancy yeah. checking it out. But yeah, basically we're going to discuss 12... Uh, Riches of life. This is how yeah. the book says it. So yeah. just... Just a bit of everything on how you can just improve your mindset, reach your goals faster, be happier, whatever happy yeah. means for you. It sounds like Jordan Peterson was a bit inspired by this. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> 12 rules for life or of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty similar. But yeah, Indeed. they are just some principles that 
all of us should uh, be considering and being aware of. So yeah, let's just start with the first one. So the first one we have here, we have the book in our uh, in front of our faces. It's a positive mental attitude. So it's, it is the first one, a positive mental attitude. I mean, obviously it's very cliche, but it has to start with this because your reality is just like what you think. So if you think negative thoughts, obviously it's just gonna it's just gonna transform into your day to day life. Words, yeah, exactly. So whatever you think about people, about ideas, about places, about anything, about emotions, they're just going to be extraized into the real world. I mean, not necessarily the real world, but the outside world. So whatever you think inside is just going to be transparent into the outside Yeah, one. you could say that you are attracting it, you could say that you are creating it, mm -hmm. you could say a lot of things, but basically what you focus on expands, enlarges in the physical world. So if you only focus on like the bad stuff and you watch the news and you see that there was another murder yeah. two streets away from you and that's all you focus on you start basically creating attracting mm -hmm. that bad stuff into your life yeah so as as you said it's very cliche but at the same time it's very overlooked and i mm -hmm. feel like most of us nowadays can't really uh, grasp the concept and can't really apply it fully. Like, yeah, we know we have to be positive and we are only positive when good stuff happens. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's very funny because almost all the things that are currently cliche are the things that we almost don't understand at all. Yeah. Because, they're very simple, yeah. but yet they're so difficult. For example, like the obesity rate nowadays, it's been so high, it's never been higher before. Mm. And... In the same time, a lot of people know about calories, about sugars, they know they're not good for them. And I feel like it's just a matter of awareness because it's one thing to know something and it's another thing to be aware that it's happening to you and you have to either like do or not do the things that you yeah. are doing and it's affecting you. Yeah. It, usually with those type of things, like with everything, like with smoking, with alcohol, mm -hmm. I, I see this with uh, people in my life as well. It's the case that they know they shouldn't be doing that mm -hmm. stuff, but they kind of exclude themselves from the science. They exclude themselves. Mm -hmm. No, this is not going to happen to me. Like, mm -hmm. uh, no, if I don't sleep a couple of nights, uh, I'll, I'll be fine. Like, I am an exception from the rule. Mm -hmm. And this applies to obesity. It applies to, like, smoking. Almost it applies everything, to, like, isn't it? everything. Yeah, all of us think that we are those uh, special people that rules don't apply to. But unfortunately, uh, they do. <laughs> yeah, and just because we in our human nature are very egocentric and yeah. it's not necessarily a bad thing I mean, it can be very destructive but we just gotta accept that we have an ego because without an ego we wouldn't have the awareness so if you are aware about your ego you would understand that whatever you know might not be true so that's why you gotta you gotta just surround yourself with the information that it's not necessarily what you believe in, exactly. just because if you just go into a rabbit hole with a flat earth, for with a flat, yeah, or with anything, I mean, you you only think about that, and you're not gonna be open to other ideas. It's yeah, just this gonna is be... one of the other uh, principles yeah? as well. No, yeah. okay. The second one, it's sound physical health. So yeah, basically, you have to have. Uh, conscious understanding of the fact that your health is probably the most important thing before anything yeah. else because no matter how many how much money you are making no matter how great of a person you are if you don't take care of your health eventually it's gonna catch up with you and mm -hmm. you're gonna get sick uh, and also like 
if you are obese, I, I hope that it, it goes without doubt that you won't be as productive, you won't be yeah. as uh, pleasable to other people, unfortunately. Like, it impacts all of your other aspects of life, so you have to be health conscious. Yeah, yeah, you got to be aware. And obviously, you don't have to go into the extreme of being health. You don't have no. to, I don't know, maybe just compete in competitions, but once in a while, just at least, let's say, three, five times a week, just go and exercise anything that you would enjoy. Not necessarily just go to the gym, but do, I don't know, tennis, basketball, running, hiking, hiking exactly, yeah. anything, like anything, bicycling, anything. And also be aware of the of the things that you put into your body, like food-wise. And nobody says that you've got to be 100% strict with your diet and with yourself, but I don't know, just today, eat, if eat you feel... for health. <laughs> exactly. Today, if you feel like you are eating just 50% healthy and the other 50% just junk food, just try to improve yourself like that tomorrow you're not going to be the same and so on and so forth. And you're going to you just get 1% better every day. In 50 days, you're going to get... 100% better, right? Exactly. And try to not be ignorant because I used to be there with sugar myself. I mm. was like, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. No, it's not. Like, try to actually go to the root cause of the problem mm. and see why are you actually eating junk food? Is it because you don't have time? Is it because mm. you don't have a structure to your diet? Is it because you missed sleep? Therefore, mm. your hormones in your body are all messed up and you're craving uh, sugar and like savory and all that. So, yeah, just try to be mm -hmm. more aware uh, with this one as well. Uh, next one is... Harmony in human relationships. Yeah, it's extremely important. I mean, we are social creatures. Let's be honest. This is how we evolve. We, the, one of the main things, let's put it this way, because why we are here right now is because we, like, early in our period when we were just evolving, just started to gather around tribes and around other social animals because this is what we were this is what we are right now yeah. just a bit smarter and uh yeah we evolved to be around people physically be around people and we have a podcast about loneliness if you want to check it out you're going to find out and just going to help yourself with if you to understand if you're lonely or not just to be more aware and what can you do to actually improve this improve, exactly life. yeah and it's extremely important because we are social creatures, again, and in my opinion, we should at least go out at least two, three times a week with your friends or with your family or whatever. Yeah, you got to find a balance. And uh, next one is freedom from fear. And I think this is a very, very huge mm. one. And I just wanted to uh, read all the fears that the author is uh, talking about and referring to. There is the fear of poverty. There is the fear of criticism, the fear of ill health. The fear of loss of love, the fear of loss of liberty, the fear of old age, and last but not least, the fear of death. We're all kind of afraid of all of those things in a certain amount. It's natural, it's normal to be afraid of death, for example. Uh, but yeah, uh, the more free you are from all of those fears, the more successful you'll be in all areas of your life. Like once you accept death, uh, I know the Stoics were talking about this concept a lot. Uh, you're gonna live life differently mm -hmm. once you once you're not uh, afraid of like criticism from other people like once you once you don't care about that criticism you're gonna see that you're gonna be way more focused you're gonna just be thinking about how you can get better and you're just not yeah. gonna give a shit basically about what other people are thinking of your actions yeah you just gotta start to first of all of course 
we are just repeating this, but it's extremely important. Be aware of all these fears and then just ignore them because if you're going to just think about it, about them all the time, it's so bad for you because you are what you think. So you're just going to become like a little human fear of who has a lot of fears. And of course you should at least consider them. The worst case scenario or something. Yeah. You should consider it, but then just ignore it because you know that if you're going to think a lot enough about something, eventually it's going to happen. So don't stress too much about your fear. Just know that it's there and then ignore it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one is going to turn the page. Uh, you want to go for it? The hope of achievement. I feel like this is kind of a way like belief. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the hope of achievement is basically having um, the attitude, having a certain attitude that no matter what you desire in life, you are eventually going to achieve that. So yeah. this is the hope of achievement. So you got to start with the idea in your mind that even though it may not be achievable or it, it hasn't been achieved before, you got to start with the mindset that you will have the hope of achieving that thing even though you don't know exactly how you're gonna get it because in time you're gonna find the answers yeah yeah well you gotta be clear like i always like to give this example and i i refer to it myself all the time is conor mcgregor who in 2012 he was i think close to broke mm-hmm. he was in debt uh he was living with his now wife uh, he was barely affording to train at the time and he was interviewed. Uh, I think he was uh, after one of his first matches of uh, MMA and the the journalist was asking him, uh, where do you see yourself? And he was like, I am already rich. I am already successful. I am already the best. It's just a matter of time. I see it. Therefore, I'm going to mm. b- leave it. And he was basically talking about how he's going to be a millionaire. And like now, eight years later down the road, even less, like I think five years uh, uh, later, he was a millionaire and he was the, at the time, the best in the, in the space, mm-hmm. in the MMA space. So yeah. Uh, you got to have hope. Yeah. Uh, the next one is the capacity for fate. And now this is a kind of a intriguing one because uh, the author basically has here, uh, he says, it is the spiritual chemical which, when it is mixed with prayer, gives one direct and immediate connection with one's God. Now, uh, through God, you could like think and like understand different things a spiritual god or an energy yeah or like a universe religious god or universe or whatever you just gotta like have faith yeah you just gotta think constantly that something is gonna happen kind of like hope yeah and then eventually it's gonna happen if you stick long enough to what you what you desire yeah i think faith is a bit uh, like more spiritual and i think it's it has to do more with like your actual destiny, mm-hmm. uh, things that you can't really control. Mm-hmm. And like hope is things that you probably have control over, like goals and mm-hmm. all that. Uh, but yeah, I think this is a huge one. Uh, and it's usually not as... Uh, it's more overlooked than the others, I would say, in the self-development space, this whole spirituality uh, aspect. Yeah. The seventh point we have here is willingness to share one's blessing. Yeah, I think this is probably crucial. I think without this one, you'll never get anywhere in life. Basic, basically, sharing your blessings is first and foremost sharing your gift. 
-hmm. like once you find what you're good at, what you're passionate about and what you are here to share, because I personally believe that we are all here to like share our gifts. Mm -hmm. And once you find it by not sharing it, you are basically first and foremost selfish. And also like you're not respecting your purpose. You're here to help other people through your talents, through your uh, uh, passions and all that, through your gifts. So, And it's very sad, I would say, that a lot of people just live under this mindset that they don't have to share their plan or what they are trying to achieve just because someone else might do it in their place, which is... No, <laughs> a bit stupid because if it's meant for you, it's gonna happen. Like exactly. with Conor McGregor when he when he answered to that journalist, you could have said like, "Oh my God, he spoiled his whole entire plan. Now he's gonna be beaten yeah. by other guys." No, it doesn't work like that. Exactly. I mean, if you are the best, eventually the world is gonna see it. So if yeah. you put the work enough and you let everyone know what you are up to, eventually they will start to understand, and the whole world is just gonna turn. For like, you. For you. Yeah. Yeah. That's like if works. you don't believe in yourself and if you don't uh, believe that you're eventually going to be the best in something, how can you expect other people to believe that? Like, yeah, at first it's going to be like, you're just crazy. You're not going to get there. But like eventually, if you start believing it and repeating it yourself and other people, as you said, the whole world is going to line in front of you in such a way that you will mm-hmm. uh, eventually achieve that thing. And the, the, this thing that uh, I'm just going to repeat it, willingness to share one, uh, one's blessings, it has to do a lot with like the sharing part. Because as you said as well previously, we evolved in like social tribes. Mm. And like I personally feel like we are all about sharing mm-hmm. love, sharing wealth, mm-hmm. sharing information with each other. Like mm-hmm. if one lives with the idea that by not sharing... Uh, he's not going to get as much competition from other people. I think that's just stupid and that's dumb. Like if you look at all the successful people, look at Elon Musk when he shared the the whole blueprint for the electric cars. He was asked like, are you not afraid that Toyota is going to take all the plans and is going to make a better car than yours and you're going to go bankrupt? He was like, no, I'm not. Because the mission is to like, have the electric cars. Not to if someone me else is gonna make more profit. Yeah, it's the, about if make some, the humanity make exactly. better. Exactly. If someone else is gonna make a better electric car than Tesla, then good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Like that's my mission. <laughs> you gotta be very selfish to think that whatever you are doing, you're not gonna share it to anyone just because you wanna be the best of yeah. like yeah. You gotta have competition in order to get better. Obviously, you gotta be your competition, but like other people being your competition helps as well. And uh, there was that quote, I, I, I can't remember the first part, but the second part was, if you want to go far, go with other people, like go yeah. together. Yeah, very good one. The next point we have here, the eighth point is a labor of love. So you got to be a labor of love. So again, this might just sound cliche, but obviously you got to love what you do, because if you don't love and if you don't believe in what you do, how are you going to achieve it? I mean, if you are, I know... Let's say because you are here, if you are a videographer, but you don't think that you have imagination and you're not creative, and you don't really like what you are doing, why would you do it in the first place? So you got to actually... Forcing it. Yeah. Obviously, you can set your mind to... Yeah, but you can only do it for so long. <laughs> yeah. Look at Brian Rose. Perfect example of the 
banker of the wealthy guy who's, mm -hmm. who's done everything for the money mm -hmm. from his mind he didn't like listen to his soul and he wasn't happy yeah and he wasn't happy yes what happened he changed and now he's yeah. happy you know he's he's really following the mission that he truly believed that will help a lot of people and he's doing a great job i would say in my opinion mm -hmm. The next one is an open mind of all subjects. I mean... This is huge. <laughs> yeah, it's really huge because even though you got to have a plan and you got to stick to your plan and whatever someone or something will come up and it doesn't like meet your plan expectations, you got to understand that even though you got to stick to your plans, sometimes it's just good to have an open mind and understand that maybe it's just another way to achieve the things that you want to achieve. So even though you're going to get there slower, at least you're going to get there. Yeah. In my opinion. Maybe someone comes at you and they'll be like, pay me this much. I'm going to show you how I've done it. It took me 15 years. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to be open-minded and actually understand that by investing, you're going to save that much time or not? And be like, no, let me alone. I'm just going to do it myself. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, and also it applies to everything. It applies to, like, the whole corona situation. It yeah. applies to, like, actually understanding that it's not your genetics that are keeping you fat. It's just your lack of awareness and action. Yeah. Like, it applies to everything. You have to have an open mind and consider other... You were saying in the beginning, con uh, consuming things that you not necessarily fully believe and not yeah. necessarily fully align with. You don't even know that you are consuming them. Mm -hmm. You're just the product of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The next um, one, it's 10th, self-discipline. Hmm. I mean, this is, I believe, <laughs> one of the biggest. You got to be disciplined in order to achieve whatever you want. You got to understand why you are doing or what you are doing and whatever comes which is not like suit your, your purpose yeah, yeah to, to your plan you gotta understand that you gotta let it go so if your goal is to just lose five pounds of fat obviously you gotta be aware that you're not gonna be eating that peanut butter and so on so forth you gotta be disciplined and discipline builds up in time you're not gonna be disciplined overnight i mean let's say that you might consider yourself a miserable person now and you're going to say, okay, I'm going to sleep. And then from tomorrow, I'm going to be this very disciplined person. He's just going to take cold showers. He's going to eat healthy. He's going to eat I don't know what. And he's going to do I don't know what. You're going to fail all of them. You're going to feel even more miserable. <laughs> yeah. So basically what self-discipline is, it's you being aware of what you are doing and therefore transforming your life into like a habit you're going to be a habit machine because this is what we are anyways. It's just a matter of the good one and the bad ones. And you got to be aware which ones are the good ones and which ones are the bad ones. And if you're aware of this, obviously, you don't have to follow them 100%. Once in a while, like once every one week, two weeks, three weeks, you can go out and just drink whatever you want or do whatever you want or hang out with whoever you want, but be and do most of the time the thing that you want to become because otherwise... You're not going to get, you're not going to be disciplined. Your mind can either be your master or your servant. Exactly. You choose. If you condition your mind to like control you, it's going to control you. And you're going to be probably drawn into pleasures at yeah. first. And then you're going to experience a lot of pain, struggle, yeah. adversity, and most and foremost, regret. But if you condition it to be your servant, even if you don't feel like doing stuff, 
probably most of the time you're not, mm. uh, you're just going to do it anyways. And in time, as you said, you're going to develop this self-discipline and habits that will help you to get where you want. Exactly. Yeah, it's a huge one. The next one is the capacity to understand people. And uh, yeah, I mean, you can say that this is a skill that you learn in yeah, time because you don't, takes time. you're not born with understanding human behavior. human behavior, human emotions, body language and all that, tone of voice and all that. Obviously, you don't got to become a master of it. It really depends on what your plan is or what you want to do. But you got to understand that people are, we are emotional beings and we are rational as well. But like back to our origins, we were and we are emotional beings. And therefore, you got to understand that whatever you're going to say, whatever you're going to do is going to affect someone at an emotional level. So you got to understand why they are thinking the way they are thinking and how they are thinking the way they're thinking. Because if you don't, you're not going to be able to understand what are their interests. Yeah. And if you don't know what are their, their interests, how are you going to know that they will follow you or they would buy what you, whatever you're yeah. trying to sell or yourself? The author is mentioning here uh, that all human activities are inspired by or by one or many of those nine basic motives of life. And he goes and includes all of them. First and like, I wouldn't say like most important is one of them is the emotion of love. So they are either uh, inspired or motivated by their emotion of love, love for like what mm -hmm. they do, love for the people around them. Then there is like the basic desire for sex because mm -hmm. we have the need for reproduction. Mm -hmm. uh, the desire for material gain, which I think that controls and drives most yeah. of the entire society nowadays. Yeah. Uh, the desire for self-preservation, the desire for freedom of body and mind, the desire for self-expression, uh, that's why all of us have opinions and people start words on Twitter whenever someone has a different opinion. Yeah, and that's why we are the only creature alive that <laughs> creatures alive that basically would kill just to keep their opinion even though yeah. it's wrong. <laughs> yeah. The desire for per uh, the desire for perpetuation of life after death, uh, like obviously like the legacy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the emotion of anger and then the emotion of fear. Those last two ones have really stood out to me because if you think about it, when someone is in anger or when someone is afraid, they can really be like a whole different person. Yeah. When someone is angry, like they literally can murder you. They can literally uh, imply a divorce mm -hmm. if they're your partner. And if someone is afraid, I mean, you could see the society at the present moment in, as of like October 2020. What happens when almost everyone is frozen and in fear? Uh, because of what's going on in the news. And it's sad because people don't understand that, like we spoke again, we are emotional beings and that basically what, whatever, let's put it this way, you are this, in a relationship, you are this loving partner who always respects and loves and gives anything, their time, their energy, anything that you think about to your partner and... Uh, something happens and you reacted on uh, I don't know, fear or emotions yeah. or yeah. anger and the other person will say okay I never knew that you are this way and uh, I lived in a lie no, no you are not somewhere like that <laughs> yeah exactly you gotta understand that we all we're gonna react different to yeah. like some reactions or some events and, and it's totally I feel like sorry to interrupt you I feel like most of the time Maybe I'm wrong, but most of the time, whenever someone acts on emotion, they're going to regret it seconds later. 
Hopefully. <laughs> but most of the times, yeah. Yeah. If they are aware. If they're not aware, they're just going to yeah. keep their ego uh, and they're just going to think that they are uh, right in the conversation. Yeah. And you got to forgive the people who are aware and they basically understand that they were wrong when they reacted on their emotion. If they are don't see that they've been wrong, then of course you got to consider doing some actions that are not necessarily according to your plans with that person. But uh, yeah, with that in mind, the last, the last one, one is economic security. And I just want to read a bit of this one. Economic security is not attained by the possession of money alone. Is it attained by the service one renders for useful service may be converted into all forms of human needs with or without the use of money. Uh, and he goes and uh, gives, uh, gives a good example of Henry Ford, who had a huge impact on the uh, economy at the time when he, he's come up with like those amazing cars. And like you could say that one very good example is uh, Elon Musk nowadays. Like basically economic security, it doesn't necessarily imply that you're going to have the money. Uh, it implies the fact that you provide a service or you provide a product that is going to assure you that security. So basically... Could any of you imagine Jeff Bezos going all broke in the mm. next 10 years? Probably not, because he's built a whole system, a whole uh, empire of services, of products that people will need. Like, if you once you position yourself there, you have the economic security. Economic security does not mean a job. Like, by no means it means no. a job or savings or investments. Yeah. It means that you have a certain thing that people need, basically. Mm -hmm. True. And you not necessarily have to compare yourself with Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or Henry Ford or whatever, but you got to understand that you got to have to have the economic security in order to be happy. Because let's say you can't be happy without any money. You can just go in the forest and live like a monk. But I don't think that it's anyone's dream. <laughs> let's face it and let's Probably be honest. Not. Of course that you would like to have the basic needs in the first place and in my opinion you are happy when you have the money to go and do whatever you want at any time at any point in your life yeah so then you can say that you are happy of course that just it's not about buying and it's not about the material thing it's, no, it's about, not like oh i just gonna close this podcast and i'm gonna buy myself a lamborghini no it's more so, sort of like Hey, bro, let's go to this country on Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Or let's have this meal or let's yeah. uh, go to this event. Yeah. It's not about the material thing. It's about the experiences that come from, from learning and doing new stuff that make you happy. And I think it's worth mentioning for economic security. A very good family friend of mine once told me, and I will never forget it. He was like, you know what, Dragos? Whatever you do in life, wherever you're going to be, uh, what, wh whoever you're going to be with, there's one important thing that you have to always know. And I was like, really, what is that? He was like, you have to know how to make money. And that doesn't necessarily mean selling. That doesn't necessarily mean creating. That literally is like the whole skill of how am I going to provide for myself and for my family? Because like... Mm. 10 years from now most of the jobs that are now actual are not going to be around anymore yeah, true. and you have to always be able to like understand what is needed mm -hmm. and like as as uh, like the example Henry Ford did at the time he he knew that the cars will be like very 
crucial for people in a couple of uh, decades. So he's he's gone uh, out of his way and he's created that. So you always have to know what is actual, what is needed. Social media marketing services, mm-hmm. uh, sales, copywriting, like what is actual, how can I make money? Sure. This is the security, the skills. And with that in mind, these were the 12 rules of life, but the uh, Andrew Carnegie uh, version. Edition, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, and uh, I hope you like them and uh, just try to be more mindful and more aware about whatever you are doing and about all these things. And if you are, I mean, you got to experience it for yourself. Your life is just going to get better. You're just going to get happier and uh, you're going to have a purpose. And uh, yeah. If you enjoy this podcast, just make sure that you leave us a five-star review on iTunes or just share it with your friends. And you can find us on Grateful Aware on Instagram. Just let us know what you have in your mind. Like, if you are struggling with anything, just let us know and we're going to just try to help you. Or if you have any ideas of uh, any other podcasts, uh, just you can just tell us. And uh, yeah, until next time, this is Bogdan. This is Pascu and you guys... Stay grateful.